0: Hi, my name is Jim Raffle. Welcome to this episode of the Dye Subcast, your source for interviews and information related to dye sublimation printing and color technology. I'm here as almost always with my co-host Shelby.
1: <laughs> that wasn't true last week, but thanks Jim. I'm Shelby Sapusik, And before we get to today's episode, we want to let you know about our iPhone app, SpecCheck, that's S-P-E-C-K-C-H-E-C-K, which was just released with a new low price of $9.99. You can get color verification, That's a lot more affordable. You can find out more at colorcasters.com slash spec check and I'll give you a little bit more information at the end of this episode.
0: All right. So for today's episode, we are sharing an interview that we did for our Print Geeks interview series on whattheythink.com. We talked with Matthew Sheridan, founder and CEO of Nick Sensors about how portable battery powered, Bluetooth enabled spectrophotometers are changing the landscape of color measurement in a fairly disruptive way. He had some great insights so take a listen, and Shelby will be back to tell you more after. So today we're going to be uh, talking with Matthew Sheraton of Nix Sensors about new instrument technology, which fits right in with our focus on color technology this month. Matt, can you tell the audience a little about your background and the Nix instruments, and really the company, I guess, as well?
2: Yeah, for sure. And I guess, first of all, thanks for having me on the show, Jim. I really appreciate it. And thanks to you too, Shelby. But basically, so my name is Matthew Sheridan. I'm the CEO and founder of Nix, and Nix. our goal really in life is to build high resolution, low cost, but most importantly, easy to use color instruments really for the masses. So I started the business back in 2013 out of the second bedroom of my apartment, uh, really with the goal of replacing paper Fandex in the paints and coatings industry. And at the time, obviously, high-end benchtop spectros existed, uh, but it wasn't really something technology-wise that had trickled down to someone like my mom, who was an interior designer, uh, who would use on a regular basis. So I decided to take that, you know, hardcore tech that other people have, have built over decades and worked quite well, but reduce it down in terms of complexity and cost and size so more and more people could use the device Our goal is to get this to everyone, not just the geeks as well. So there's something there for the geeks, but everyday people can use their devices as well.
0: Well, first, I got to latch on to the story. I've never heard this part of the story, even though we've we've done some work together. So really, your mom almost inspired you to start the business, it sounds like, or or her her business.
2: Her her business and her her problems like my background is actually in mechatronics engineering and management so I have a business degree and uh, an engineering degree uh, so color really at the time wasn't at the forefront of my mind but problem solving was and I saw her use the paper swatch books which you know you'll see that with Pantone RAL and NCS in print as well right and I thought to myself how is that possible that you know I've got this billion dollar piece of technology in my pocket an iPhone but we're still using pieces of paper to move samples back and forth. And not to mention obviously in paints and coatings, the names are a bit ridiculous as well, right? You've got all these proprietary brand names and things like that. It's it's a difficult system to communicate color. And I set out to try to build something uh, that could work better for most people.
1: We've obviously been working with you and with the Nix instruments. And one thing I've always wanted to ask you and haven't how did you come up with the design for this instrument? If you haven't seen it for our audience, it kind of resembles a diamond. Um,
2: yeah, I have one right here actually. It's our, our Nix mini device. There you go,
1: yep.
2: Yeah, a diamond shape about the size of a ping pong ball fits in your pocket.
1: Yeah.
2: The spectro is only about the size of a, a tennis ball there, yeah. Really, um, I think for us, right, when we set out, it. It seemed like an impossible task to take something from ten thousand dollars down to ninety nine dollars that you see with the next mini, and the engineering challenge was to cut out as much baggage as possible from the system. And and, you know, an analogy of that is like some people want to want to own a Ferrari, some people want to work on Ferraris, but other people want to own a Corolla, and they're both equally, I think, professionally engineered, but they have different goals. So our goal was really to be that everyday vehicle, sort of something that you can trust. And to do that, you have to have reliability and simplicity. So we took out all moving parts from the device. Um, There's only one PCB. I think total part count of our devices is probably a 10th of our biggest competitors. And one way that we did that was actually, we patented that shape, which allows for an injection molding procedure to automatically align the optics that are on the inside. So we can achieve a very high level of accuracy on our manufacturing process with very minimal parts. And it just so happened that to get a 45-0 you know, measurement condition with the design that we'd already built, it either was going to come out to be sort of an ice cream cone shape or, or the diamond. And at the time, I think there, you know we were 50-50 on if that would stick, but um, it is something that's part of our brand now. and. People recognize around the world, especially when we white label and private label the devices around the world. This still, you know, ties back to us at Nix. That's great. Yeah,
0: um, you know, you mentioned Fandex and, and Pantone, and yeah, we we are we're exposed to that, and our and our print geek audience is exposed yeah. to that on a regular basis. You know, and, it, and it's interesting because they are they are exactly what they are. People forget that they are guidebooks, and the key word right. there is guide. Um, they are not exact books, they're guidebooks. And I, I actually had to prove that to a customer just last week. Um, I have access to a, a digital library of Pantone. And I, so I took some measurements of their guidebook with the digital library as the reference. And, you know, they, they saw some Delta E's approaching one and they're like, well, wait a minute. That, then, then that color in that book isn't that color. I'm like, like well, yeah, exactly. The, the, the entire right. system is really built around the digital uh, I, intellectual property, not not around right. the physical. I mean, you, it started with the physical, but even then they they had LED values and spectral curves. You know, I, I don't know at what point they added those, but as soon as they could, I'm sure they did because they recognized the value of it. So knowing that, that, that all of the color systems ultimately have um, digital libraries behind them, I think on your paint side, you, you access those, right? And you get and you, you yes, those available do. to people?
2: Yeah, we do. And actually, I guess to be clear, we, we have licenses for Pantone, NCS, and REL in our Nix Toolkit app. Okay. Um, so we're, we're uh, partnered with all three of those companies and we really like working with them. But what we've been able to do is build a workflow where you don't have to go from physical to digital back to physical, back to digital, back to physical so many times. Because every time you add another step, of course, you add more and more inaccuracy. So for us, I, I know, and again, I know that we're we're geeking out here, but the key is almost to remove steps for the end users because our our customers sometimes have never seen these products before. They they don't understand the nuances to the standards and to how these things are measured. So what we want to do is is give them those tools to be confident in their color measurement and their color communication. Without again bombarding them with all this sort of stuff so the the fewer steps we can have, the the better and that's actually a subscription service in our app they can download those digital values directly into their database and, and go from there
0: so let's stay with the geeking out thing now yeah. So for our, for our print geek friends the the spectro, which is the the bigger one that Shelby and I both have, which uses use yeah. both but it would fit inside a tennis ball yeah, um, yeah. and it, and it's very sturdy it's um you know it's it's Battery powered Bluetooth connectivity. It can also be hardwired to a to a Mac or a PC. Um, so it's, it's a very versatile instrument um, at a, a pretty reasonable price point. I think what we're around 1300 dollars US for a full-blown 045 spectrophotometer, right? Right. And, and so the market we work in and some of the people we work with have an expectation when you say, Oh, this is a full-blown 45 spectrophotometer. Right. Mm -hmm. What, what has been your experience? Um, you know, I have my own, but you're the guest,
2: (laughs) (laughs) what what has
0: been your experience in in the process of building this instrument? You know, because now you've got an instrument where you are going to have some people from some market segment saying, well, does it measure as well as instrument X or instrument Y or instrument Z?
2: Yeah, well, so that is the concern for sure. So some of our competitors are releasing lower cost spectros all all the time. Um, Some of those are eight channel devices upscaled to 31 to get to the 10 nanometer bins. Ours, we're using a true actually 288 pixel sensor downsampled to 31. This is state of the art technology. We're using three different types of LEDs. And I, I, I watched some of the previous videos talking about LEDs. And what we had to do is build a whole new system for mixing those LED color temperatures together to achieve the, the right spectral curve um, and to control them sta- with you know stable precision over time. So we spent a lot of time on getting that resolution and that performance inside the device. And then again, similar to our Nix Mini, stripping out everything else. So it doesn't have a screen, it doesn't have any moving parts. It has a Gorilla Glass lens and, and an aluminum enclosure though, that is durable and stable over time. So that not only can you meet these specs that you know we, we have independently validated with our customers in, a, in, in labs, but you can hit those specs in real life. And that's our, our biggest goal is really to hit the data sheet specs, of course. But when I give this device to you and you're working in a print shop in a facility making a million boxes a month and it's dirty, it's humid, the temperature is swinging all over the place and the person who's using it doesn't have any formal color training can you still hit those targets that's where the whole system sort of comes into play and that that's where our software partners um you know like like SpecCheck, re- really come into play as well because i i will fully admit that the exact detailed workflow is not really our expertise when it comes to print and, and packaging but our partners bring that expertise to the table and with a you know nice software platform with a stable hardware tool, that's when you hopefully can achieve really good results in the real world, in the in the industry.
0: Well, and and that's really one of the things we're trying to focus on in this in this series of color technology. Is we've got another video. I don't know which one's going to come out first, but <laughs> um, that's yeah. going to talk more about the software side. And and one of the the pieces of software that never even came up in that discussion is. Chris Helford, seeing color, which is you know another app mm. where people can download. I think currently it's free. It might I think for a little while it was five ninety nine. So he's playing around with pricing, but right. and that's five dollars and ninety nine cents. People, so that, you know <laughs> yeah. these are App Store kinds of prices. Right. Um, and so yeah, you you spend a little more for the instrument. Right? It's actually not a little more. You spend about the same amount for the instrument, maybe a little less than comparable instruments. Um, it, it, and it is very durable. I, I didn't know about the gorilla glass. That's really cool. But I think that you just hit on something really important, which is the, the mobility of your instrument, the, the, the portability, I guess would be the right word, the Mm -hmm. battery power the Bluetooth opens up a whole new world of, of software, because now it can all be in the palm of your hand. Right. And, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I, I have Chris's app for seeing color, which is, which is really cool because I can connect my NICs, take a measurement, and see right where it fits in the gamut of my printer. Um, And I can tell right away, is this an in-gamut or an out-of-gamut color? Um, And I've got to figure, you know now we can go outside print, I've got to figure you're getting, and you don't have to give any names if the stuff's still under development, but there's got to be some really cool apps being developed to do things that you and I might never ever have thought the instrument could be used for.
2: Yeah, and that's what's exciting for me every single day in this job. You know, and and everyone at Nix, we all work our asses off 24-7 for this company, and it's worth it because the partners we have and the problems we're solving are just so much fun and so all over the place crazy. And I think that stems from, again, the fact that we're reaching so many people with our devices and the durability unlocks new workflows that didn't exist before. Um, But we have people like on farms using it to scan soil samples for the color of the soil for nutrients. We have it scanning avocados, egg yolks, salmon, chicken skin. We have printing facilities that are all over the place, obviously. We have ink manufacturers, cosmetics. Like it, the the problems just change every single day. And it's so fascinating to deal with. And they're all color related problems and they're very high tech color related problems, but the people that are having those problems themselves aren't color experts. Um, we, we even have a solution where we're scanning uh, skin and we can detect uh, certain molecules in your blood through your skin with the spectro. It's that level of accuracy. So we're, we're super confident that all these third party providers have you know, vetted the technology, but really they're the ones coming up with cool ideas. We're just helping them, you know, get to the answer. You've got a platform for them to build from. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. And and we try to do it in in as simple as possible. Like again, not to name names, but some of our competitors are very proprietary. Um, We're we're wide open here. So we built a software development kit that you can easily uh, license for us. There's actually a free version of it as well. And you can build an app on top of this platform. And I have no idea what you're gonna do with it. And that's great. Um, so there's so much opportunity in print and, and packaging and everything like that. Uh, but it, it, it goes on and on and on after that. And th- that's how we get an economy of scale to our engineering. Cause we're, we're a smaller team. We're about 30 people here in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And we do all the R&D ourselves. We do all the software ourselves. Uh, we even manufacture the devices here in Canada. So we, we build every unit ourselves, calibrate it and, sh- and ship them out. How can we compete with the big guys? we have to have a solution that's repeatable and is that building block approach to other um, sort of problem solving techniques on top.
0: Shelby, you gotta have a question or two around design, come on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> one thing I wanted to say, I don't know about design, but one thing uh, you were questioning about seeing color, and I looked it up. At first, I tried looking it up on my phone, but I was like, I already bought it. I bought it when it was $4.99, so I missed out on the whole free thing. Uh, but it is free for a download, and it's seeing color and it dash ICC profile because it's an ICC profile visualization tool. Uh, it looks like he, it's gone to a free download with in app purchases, which is I'm seeing a lot with these kinds of software apps for color management Um, most of them are free so you can kind of play around with them and work with the instrument you're working with whether it's Nix or whatever else and then you know if you want it to be more powerful do more things then there's some in-app purchases to make them more powerful basically so
2: I think it's a good model otherwise like the, the price on some of these tools can start to inflate rapidly and if you don't need those features then you don't need to pay for them.
0: Well, yeah, we actually just, we just changed the model on SpecCheck. It's, I'm sure by the time this is released, because I literally just got the uh, the test flight version before this. So I haven't had a chance to play with it yet, but we're going to go to a, at least we're starting at $9.99 one time. It won't stay that, but we just decided that we, we want to make it more accessible. We want people to, it, it literally opens up this app to anyone in the world who already owns a Nix and right. more importantly because you've established a really good almost worldwide distribution system for what we talked about it's very easy to get a nix anywhere now so we didn't want to be the distributor of instruments right we thought okay right. let's just let's just worry about the software piece cuz we're really we're really color management consultants and trainers and we didn't really want to have to sell hardware too we just we just want to focus on a tool that a helps us and b helps our customers after we leave um, we make our money consulting and training. I don't have to make money on software I have to break even but I don't have to make money on it, right, so, right. Yeah. Um, and that that changes things too right because now now you can serve a very small niche market because you don't have
2: this massive overhead to cover right yeah I think it's a revolutionary approach to the market. It will disrupt things though this is something that I think is you know coming soon to the the industry as a whole is you know the 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 days of ten thousand dollar plus devices for everyone and having to go through five layers of dealers and things like that might be over um there, there's going to be a shakeup because with like with all new technology right um so we're trying to be at the forefront of that um hopefully we can you know stay ahead of the curve as that process uh, happens but we're seeing it now right that people want to buy devices on amazon they want to buy direct they want to get them the next day in the mail they don't want to have to phone in 1-800 number and stuff like that so I think you're. I think you're doing the right thing, and it, it's opening up this whole new market again for these people who aren't those those geeks. I know I'm, I'm. I'm going against the show here, but there's so many of those people that know that they love color and that color is an important aspect of their job, but they don't have that formal training. So the way that you know, if you can make it easier, the better.
0: Well, I mean, I think as geeks, we recognize that that a big part of our job is to make it. We are the geeks, so we have to make it easy for the people who aren't
2: right. I mean, yeah. Of course, course, yeah. Yeah. If everyone did it, you know, there wouldn't be as much value.
1: Well, I think what you you were talking about, how do you keep up with your competitors? And, you know, I think part of it's the price point. It's not outrageous. Um, It's a very mobile device. It's not, you know, an IO table that you're carrying around in this great big suitcase and also just how diverse you're willing to be. Um, in our, when we're, you're a small business, I think the more you're willing to kind of spread yourself thin, even though that sounds like a bad thing, but give yourself, you know, we're not going to just focus on this. So, right. in you know, I come from a graphic design background, and um, I've seen these devices being used for so many different things. For instance, I in my, I have some friends who play guitar, and mm-hmm. so they want to design a custom guitar that matches, I don't know, their car. You know, right. So they're using yeah. the devices to, you know, right. figure out what color they want their guitar to be because they want their band van to have that, you know, it's just yeah. really interesting what all the different things you can use, uh, obviously, design comes into play with these. Uh, and I see a lot more graphic designers, you know, because they're obviously trying to hit brand colors all the time and, mm-hmm. or, or what, you know, being requested from clients. And, you know, I think these kinds of instruments are just great for processes
2: what's cool about all those examples i think is that they're so obviously color focused and there's so many more examples like that where the color focus but again like if you're into painting guitars you don't want to know necessarily about the nuances of how the device is calibrated or how delta e works or all these CIE standards work like you just you just need to be confident that it does work and that—that's—that's that's the difference I think in the mentality that we have. Is we—I've got the smartest guys. I have to shout out to Dr. Strack and Dr. Paez on our team back in the office. Like these are some of the smartest people I know, and they're we're really good at distilling that down. I think into hiding it deep into the nooks and crannies of the device.
0: Yeah, and I—I think for me the the biggest single feature um, of. Of any of these technologies, because you, you know you said you, you're not going to mention your competitors, but they are they're all better. Oh, and for so sure, yeah. I was working with mobile instruments long before I knew you. And the mm-hmm. first thing I saw about them that was so fantastic is I can take the instrument and and the software to where I need to measure, not the opposite, which is, you know, right. in, in some of what we do, like flatbed UV printing, they, they literally could be printed on a piece of metal. It's eight by, you know, it's four by eight. And someone has to literally cut it down so that they can bring it over to the spectrophotometer so we can measure it. Right. And it's like, this is, this is crazy, right? And so yeah. instead what I can do is I can walk over there with the instrument, right? And so the portability yeah. is just, is such a, a game changer, I think. Um, and we, I, yeah,
2: that's what I've seen. We had a guy uh, actually measuring cave paintings in Borneo with the device, like literally like deep down hundreds of feet in below the surface of the earth these paintings are thousands of years old and they're cataloging them with a Nix device that they brought down, splunking with them down into the caves. And like, again, that's that's a weird example, but you can see how that would extend to, now you can scan a billboard and you don't have to take the billboard down, right? So right. There, it, it just totally changes the way that people think about these devices.
0: All right, so you sort of, we're, we're kind of coming to the end of our time. And that that example you gave just kind of made me think of our last question we like to ask people. What's the yeah. geekiest thing that you've seen? And it doesn't have to be in print, because obviously you've got so much broader experience, but what's kind of the geekiest thing, maybe in color, that you've come across? Oh, uh, there's
2: there's way too many to, to to even to even list. But I mean, Industrial Light and Magic has used our devices on on movies to digitize set pieces. Uh, we did a special solution for them. We did the egg yolk salmon, that's just bizarre. We've done uh, prosthetic limbs and uh, paint uh, cosmetics for burn victims, which is really you know just a satisfying project to work on. Um, but I would say, oh, here's another one, uh, Forza Horizon 4, the video game. They use the Nix devices to do all the fall scenes to make sure that the leaves were color accurate for the video game. Wow. Uh, but the one, that, the one that sticks with me, I think the most is actually uh, my passion outside of, uh, of work is sailing. And this is a print example. Um, North sales, uh, one of the largest, uh, sale, like the actual fabric sale manufacturers in the world, they do custom spinnakers, which is the large, like round sail, colorful sail at the front of the boat. They do full, uh, digital printing on those. So they, they've used our devices to actually help, uh, accurately color match people's logos to these gigantic, you know, we're talking 5,000 square foot sails. Um, so that, that for me was just kind of a weird childhood dream come true you know when you you look at this stuff as a kid and then you see them using your device it's, it's S- cool to see
0: so you do you know where north sales is based uh
2: the 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 division that uh we were working with was in california
0: okay yeah because they um they're they have operations in wisconsin if i'm not mistaken
2: um, yeah they they do for sure
0: yeah and they're huge um, my uh when i used to sell as a teenager my my boat had North sails. <laughs> so. You have to have it.
2: I have a sticker. I have their logo on the back of my laptop. Even you know, it's, it's, it's
0: I was cool, just in, so. uh, to completely digress, but we're allowed to do that. <laughs> I was in Fort Lauderdale and I was watching um, the cruise ship sail away. I think it was Saturday night with my brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a laser. Lasers are a small one-man boat for people. I think it's an Olympic class now. Um, yep. And there, oh, yeah. there, had, there was a regatta there that had to be a hundred lasers. And so they were all coming in through that channel, at, at, you know, pretty close to sunset. And it was just, yeah. as the sailor in me, was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. And so they're sailing by and the big cruise ships are going out. It was unbelievable.
2: <laughs> I don't know how this hasn't come up before Jim. I've got, I have a laser actually. So you have a laser. Yeah. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
1: yeah, like you no, need to go sailing. I know. Right.
2: We need does, to go on a little romantic cruise.
0: <laughs> 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 all right. No, that's man. great. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, And I I think our uh, our audience is going to love this one. Shelby, you got anything to end
2: or should we? Um,
1: Just Matt, if you could share with the audience where they can find you online.
2: Yeah, nixcensor.com. So that's N-I-X-S-E-N-S-O-R.com. There you can find all of our products, all the spec sheets. Um, You can talk to our sales team directly through chat there. Uh, We're also available on Amazon. So check us out in both locations. All right. Great. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys.
1: That was really a fun talk with Matthew. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was fun listening to it again. Uh, before we conclude today's podcast, I want to tell you a little bit more about our SpecCheck mobile app, which is now available in the Apple Store. It makes color verification as easy as one, two, three. First, you pair the app with a Nix color measurement device, and then you measure the appropriate color patches. Then you can evaluate your results against industry or in-house specification. You can learn more about SpecCheck at colorcasters.com slash speccheck. That's colorcasters.com slash S-P-E-C-K-C-H-E-C-K.
0: All right. And everyone, I want to thank you for listening to, to today's dive Subcast. Um, I agree with Shelby. It really was fun to, to listen to that talk again. Sometimes we record these things and and, and I, I never get a chance, but this time I, I did and I enjoyed it. So if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our podcast, or if you have questions about this podcast, spec Check, pretty much anything, you can email either Shelby or myself. It's really easy. It's our names, Shelby and or Jim at colorcasters.com. So we publish a new episode of the Dye Subcast almost every Friday. So we'll see you next week.